Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of the geeky pod with manas so today's episode is the second part of the discussion that we started earlier last week regarding higher studies masters and phd so in this episode also we have sujata and sumki with us so in this episode we are going more in depth about higher studies masters and phd we are going to discuss how life was for students who were studying abroad during covid times and how are the uh, residential opportunities for those candidates or professional opportunities for those candidates after they complete their higher studies so please like share and subscribe to this episode thank you enjoy the podcast i think there is a need for indian education uh, system to change so that it uh, comes in terms with the market or it com- comes in terms with the education system all around the world uh, maybe it can be more inclusive uh, of all the ways in which it has been taught in all other countries uh, and there is a need for change in indian education system as well and while there is a national education policy already in uh, process of getting implemented how much it mm-hmm. is uh, beneficial for higher education uh, that we have to think about and check so what are your views like should there be a change uh, how it is taught in undergrad then grad then finally in post grad um i think first i'd like to talk about the graduate level so i don't know about other universities in india but what i have seen because i have been in classes not only in iit gandhinagar and um, let me remind you we at iit gandhinagar being um, doing a phd or while i was doing my masters it was compulsory for me to attend courses from humanities and other other disciplines mm-hmm. like uh, for example social science as well so i got to experience the teaching culture and the students from different fields so i think there is lot of flexibilities that are given to the students side by the universities as well as by the professors so the students have more time to uh, you know find um, what they like to do how they want to solve their problem in their own way instead of doing it in a particular way just to make the professors happy or just to earn their good grades so that is what i found very admiring very um different when i went to iit and then when i went to iit madras i, I stayed there 10 months i attended the classes of course for free uh, but same same things happen so i think even though our iits are really improving improving their quality from time to time maybe we cannot compare directly with the the top most universities in the world but still today you know iits are getting good ranks they're climbing up the right. stairs in yeah. the, the world rankings which means it's a very good um, indicator of uh, the progress but at the same time i think that the other universities there are other universities other than um, iits which are also good they could also take the iits as examples to um, instead of just focusing on particular curriculum how they can extend the um, give the freedom to the students to explore their interest that is okay. important secondly not only on the hard code card core grades not just you know you have to write midterm exams um and the end term exams and then you you get um good grades and you get the first or the second rank oh go go you you are a good student or you get opportunities it doesn't happen here it doesn't happen outside 
they are not always graded by the exams. So to accommodate all types of students in the educational system, what here they do is it's not just giving exams. I have had courses where I never had to give exams, but I still scored good grades. It's based upon my presentation skills, communication skills, and also they would judge upon the writing the research papers and all those stuff. So, you know, this is what, for example, in NIT, for example, because this NIT is my, uh, the first, my parent institute. So, um, like, for example, today, instead of just, so in some courses, at least, instead of just, you know, marking the grades based on the midterms and the end terms, if there are some, something like, okay, maybe you can do a small project, there will be no exam, but it will be like project based on what you have studied in the class and will grade you based on that. I think more students will be more interested because it's more practical than theory. And in that way, the students can um, determine their interest early in their career, which direction they want to go. Correct, correct. Totally, totally agree to that. Uh, uh, so, Chuki, like uh, you have worked in Reliance, right, in India, uh, one of the biggest company in India. Now you're in uh, US, in a, one of the biggest company in US. Uh, so what is the work-wise difference that you found uh, before uh, this com current company you have also worked in other companies, a few more companies, and then you are currently in this place. So what is the difference in work-wise uh, in terms of deadlines, in terms of work pressure, and uh, uh, what is the way uh, we should deal with in terms of India, in terms of US? So uh, I mean... Work-wise, yeah, of course, there's a bit of difference, like uh, not a lot of difference. Like uh, here, people are like very uh, specific and very on time and the delivery dates and everything like, of course, you can, uh, there. there's always uh, problems we are facing on uh, our daily life challenges and everything. So, of course, you can push the delivery date like one day, two day and with specific reason, but uh, you cannot like really sit around and like say okay it's not working it's so yeah, here in us like uh, work wise i i would say like uh, most of the responsibility is on you as a software developer like uh, if you're given a task it's your duty that uh, you should find out all the solutions for it. if there is no if there is no specific information written in the design doc or like no one is able to give it but you should be able to like you know go and ask around people like uh -huh. uh, interact with other teams to get your information and to get your work done so it's your responsibility to deliver it on time uh, like solving all the challenges asking around getting all the information so everything is on you so but in india like i think i feel like uh, in india also like everywhere it's like uh almost same that uh as a software developer the responsibilities but in india uh i felt like uh, in my previous organization uh my senior engineers uh, they also used to help like sometimes like i used to tell like you know uh, i'm not able to get it or like i don't know whom to contact so they they themselves like used to like okay you know it was a bit flexible like you know i'll get it for you or something mm -hmm. but here i felt it like uh even they will uh, the senior engineers are always there to help you but like it's your responsibility they they can they will give you the name like you know go to this person or you can like uh, talk to this team or something but you have to find out who is the right person in the team to talk about your problem or anything it's uh, it's all about your uh, responsibility so that's a difference that i can see working in india and working in us 
um other than this yeah in uh, in india i think like uh, the responsibilities uh, i was uh, in a lower level also at that time like i was starting as a software engineer so the responsibility wise also like it was not much on me but now i feel like i have more responsibilities like you know uh, here so uh, as software engineer too like you have to uh, brainstorm on designs and you have to give uh, your inputs on designs and everything so like that uh, apart from coding so yeah uh and uh, one uh, uh, another major thing is like it's always there in every organization uh, as a software de- developer you have to write uh, you know uh, code like quality code but here in usa uh, i i would say in india it was yeah of course there were like uh, we used to maintain some quality of code like you know man- maintain some kind of specifications and this and that but here in usa like uh, you have to send out a cr uh, it's it's different uh, a cr like a uh, clear uh, you know uh, or pull request, request whatever okay. i yeah. i would say like it's a yeah github pull request so pull request, once yeah. you send out a pull request it gets through revisions from different senior engineers and engineers from other teams everyone and once uh, you know your code that that helps you to improve your quality of code uh, but it goes through different revisions and after that like you are only able to submit your work so right. till uh, t- the starting from your cr and uh, till you completed till your com- uh, cr is approved and uh, you are you are uh, you have merged it into the main line that's the till now that your like your work is not finished so it's not like you are uh, okay as something is given to me and i have raised a cr it's not like okay i have i am done with my work so you have to like go through all step and you have to like put it into the main line and and then you are like done with your you can say okay i have completed my work so that's also i think yeah so i can relate because i have interacted with the clients from us and uk so i know the things that you are talking about anyway uh so uh having said all this like uh, you are in a uh, us form now working for a uh, couple of years now you are in canada uh, studying as well as giving your service to the university so do you think you are part of the brain dean for me i i really don't think i'm a part of brendan because coming to usa was also my decision mm-hmm. uh getting a higher study here uh, everything was my decision then working here was my decision and like uh, i don't feel like i'm a part of brendan yeah i'm contributing here and then uh, that's like i'm also contributing to indian <laughs> gdp <laughs> as an analyst yeah. so how am i be a part of a brain drain so character <laughs> so, so what's your take uh, on this sudap then i don't think so i mean i am a part of the brain drain it's, it's mainly because you see um, so far it's my again like what chunki said is my sole decision to come here and that was mainly for uh, for study for uh, for doing what i wanted to do in my life and uh, that is the thing and it's not regarding i never had the plan to settle down here and earn money for my own things and whatever money i am i am um, earning now of course it doesn't go it doesn't add any value to my country's growth but um, i think it's mainly because whatever money i'm earning now is just for survival for my survival 
India, I would say. But the knowledge that I am getting right now, how I can put it in the applications in the near future, that is what is going to contribute in the development, especially in the research and development sector in India. And as I have said, I do not have any plan to settle down here. So, of course, I, I don't have any guilt of being a part of uh, brain drain. All right, all right. That's good to hear. Anyway, so uh, you, all of you went uh, before uh, COVID started, right? To, you you went to US before COVID even started uh, coming out of China or some other. I'm saying it Chinese virus, guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how was the life during COVID uh, lockdown put in place in every country, specific restrictions as well? So how was the life? Uh, that Was it difficult or was it smooth because of the uh, authorities there? They were helping and all. Yeah, Chunki. In, in USA, uh, like the COVID restrictions were like very strict. Like in our, in my university, like our apartments and everything was like, everyone were moved out of their apartments because like uh, we were like uh, previously uh, before COVID, we were sharing four people in a 2BHK apartment. Uh, like uh, after that, like they moved out two people out of the apartment. And uh, actually they said they rolled out a uh, uh, one notice saying that like everyone has to move out of the apartment because because of COVID we cannot like afford to keep the mm -hmm. international students and everyone here so that was a very shocking news for us because as an international student like so many people do not have any relatives even I do not have any relatives or anyone that I know I can stay at their place during that time uh, even the relatives and everything everyone were scared like to host someone at that time you know, so uh, that was very, very shocking for us. Uh, so uh, like that time, like uh, so many people had to the international students committee and people went to the authorities, the university authorities that what should we do, then may then they made some arrangements for the people who do not have any choice to leave the apartments, they made some arrangements like they moved out uh, from uh, sharing four people a two BHK, they moved out two people from that uh, apartment and uh, like shifted them to different apartments. So it right. was all hectic, but it was very strict. Uh, you have to follow. You had to follow. We had to follow everything like uh, this, uh, you know, rules and regulations over there. Uh, after that, like we had like. Uh, uh, I mean, we had to take vaccination also to like go to classes and we had to show uh, the proper valid report and everything. Uh, although they, I, in our university, uh, they arranged also some vaccination camps and everything. So where you can go and get your vaccinations done. So, yeah, so everything was very uh, tough at that point. And also like people, it was very strict. No one can allow your apartment also. So it was all staying by alone. So okay. that was a kind of a very depressing time for me. Uh, and also like, you know, the visa regulations were there. I couldn't come to India also that time to visit my par parents. So yeah, it was all uh, very messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah we can... got, uh, got over that eventually finally yeah. <laughs> and then now hopefully, no hopefully one fingers crossed COVID. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and now no one cares about covid <laughs> now no people don't even wear masks also <laughs> yeah everyone is vaccinated now in one way yeah yes yeah, yeah, what yeah. was the, your uh, way of survival during covid 
like did you guys get covid like uh, yourself yes so you are uh, like covid um, patient after after, <laughs> after double vaccination oh nice but I you had the like... booster as well and then i got covid like i went on a trip last year and i then i got covid there <laughs> oh. okay okay so how was the restrictions put in there in quebec so in montreal the restriction came much later than us and other state other countries as uh, so here actually there were some people who was against vaccination who was against uh, those restrictions it was a little bit difficult and the government had to be really harsh on putting those lockdown so once the lockdown began so i was in the in my home in my apartment so i was doing all the work so mostly because i was focusing on my work that did not affect my work uh, my supervisor was very supportive so he used to bring me resources like all the hard tears and the papers and the things needed from the lab but the thing that affected is the because my work is based on experiments so some of the experimental work got delayed during those uh, time during the lockdown uh other than this but well, i was living with four other people like in uh-huh. four separate apartments so that helped me um so i never felt lonely i always had people to talk with it's just that we did not um, like stand by stand close by uh, each other but we always had time for everyone and we spent more time at the home not in the workplace so we were working from home uh, this was good so for psychologically i think it was normal as usual just that i was little bit stressed about my parents back in india because they were getting old and of course the vaccination things everything started a little bit later in india than here uh, otherwise coping up was good and on one good side i would say that definitely that covid time was the time that made me realize many things that it's not only studies and work that your life is bound to it but there is many things um, beyond that that is the time i started realizing that i should take care of my health then i started uh, i joined my dance school because um, it dance is has always been my hobby so um, i started looking at many things more than just studying so that is one good thing like you started nurturing your uh, passion hidden passions like dancing and all so how was it uh, during covid like you got covid right so was it painful or because you were vaccinated so it was okay nothing else like normal cold the thing was that i got the covid just one day i mean i got positive and tested positive one day before i was supposed to fly to india so oh. i had to post my cancel uh, cancel my flight and postpone to two weeks later only that was that was the upsetting thing for me but then it was okay then i asked my supervisor okay i'm going back home no i'm not talking about officially i'm talking about physically how it, did it affect you is it just normal cold little bit throat pain oh like okay because we are vaccinated yeah same for, for you me i guess also, like the, the, it was very my throat was like i was not able to swallow anything or like it was very painful but other than this like there was like fever for like one day or two days nothing much was <laughs> um so how is the life in uh, seattle uh, is it worth the hype from asking from any guy point of view so yeah like uh, the life i i would say it's obviously better lifestyle here because everything is so organized and everything of course it's a developed nation so yep uh, 
but uh, in i mean like uh, but everything here it's like you have to do it by yourself you cannot mm-hmm. get like house helps like we used to get in india so everything you have to do it by yourself in india like i remember i never entered my kitchen <laughs> because we had a we had like our maid our aunties she used to cook for us and everything but here i have to cook for myself whether i am in my studies i am busy with my work or anything like <laughs> there are days where i forget to cook and then i have nothing to eat <laughs> so then you order right yeah <laughs> so yeah like yeah so you have to manage everything by yourself although i won't say it's very difficult because like uh, you get all the amenities here because like in india i don't think like every household has like a dishwasher or any automatic robot for cleaning the houses or something here you will get it like in every household one or two like you will get in every household like the dishwasher facility and everything it's there so yep the lifestyle is of course i would say the quality of life is much better than india but yeah of course like every every country has their own charm in india like i i really miss the festivals and everything in india so yeah <laughs> no that uh, pe- people inclusiveness also will be there no like in india you feel since anyway the number of people are more population is more <laughs> so the inclusiveness will be there where different cultures are uh, getting amalgamated together so in us also cultures are there but maybe because of yeah so diverseness no, maybe less diverseness is always there like here like no one cares which where from you are coming or anything people are very open and frank i never felt any kind of uh, like racism here or anything like that uh, yeah it's a very friendly environment i won't say uh, there is any kind of diversity like any kind of like uh, non diversity in there racism yeah yeah mm-hmm. and yeah okay so uh, yeah sujata so uh, since you are already there at the last stage of your phd uh, so what are your future plans like are you planning to settle down there uh, in canada or maybe you're sh- thinking to shift to us for better opportunities or getting into some uh, more or higher studies if any or coming to india what are your plans um no uh, just well, a query like what is there after phd when i don't know okay <laughs> um so it depends upon the people actually people's priorities some people after the phd they don't want to go to academia so they will directly go for jobs there are various i mean rnd research and development sectors are these days in every companies every industries right so they will usually join there as a research scientist um and um, or they join some non academic institutes either for research or for research related other activities like for example this is some people they work for scientific writing or they 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 join uh, some journals where they will be doing proofreading or copy editing or reviewing okay. so those are also um, high demanding jobs for uh, people with phd now those who want to be in academia it is preferred that you have a postdoc so postdoc is basically a phase after phd which is called post doctoral phase so till the phd will be the last um last part of a student's life you know you are a student 
After PhD, you are no more a student. So you go to postdoc. Postdoc is it's, you are an employee. So basically, you go to a lab and then you work under the guidance of a supervisor. The supervisor pays you, or you get your own funding from a funding agency. But you do an independent research work. That means you do everything from your own. Why? Because this is a phase where you train yourself to be a mentor, to be a supervisor. Because that is very important for running your lab, right? If you, if I go back to India and I want to have my own lab, it is very important to manage resources. How do I manage my students? How do I supervise them? How do I um, plan and program? How do I teach courses to students? So all these things are being trained in, in that particular phase. And so it's very much desirable and preferable um, by most of the um, institutes. So at this point, it's a bit, little bit difficult to focus on what exactly, which direction I would want to go to. Earlier, I was very fixed, like, yes, I want to be in academia. I want to teach because I love teaching and I, I want to teach children um, and also do research. Um, for that, I was like, okay, after PhD, I'm going for postdoc. At this point, over the years, because I came to Canada, I see more options open. It was earlier I had narrow view about PhD. Now I see more opportunities after having PhD. It's not only in academia. I can still do independent research, or I can still do research by joining other research centers. Good. So I have started thinking about all other possibilities, you know, explore, exploring other things. So then taking some time to think, which exactly direction I'd like to go. So as of now, I have not decided that exact path. Um, regarding the second part, that is whether I would like to come back to India, definitely yes, because I never had any plan of settling down here or in other places. But after PhD, I may move out uh, to different parts within Canada or maybe in the US or even maybe in the Europe for my research or other ex job experience. But definitely within the next three or four years, I'll be back to India. This is my plan. So how much is left for your PhD to complete? Like in general as well. Uh, okay, first of all, uh, it's a rule that you shouldn't ask a PhD student this question. Oh my bad. Yeah, that's my bad. I'm a novice. Pardon. It's like you should not, it's like for us, you should never ask one IT guy that's salary. So for PhD, yeah, I should yeah. never ask when it's getting completed. Rule taken. <laughs> Guys, it's for all of you also. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, being innocent to your question and you are forgiven. Um, I, I don't know. I'm trying my best to finish it soon, as soon as possible, because I don't want to be stuck in a cycle of PhD forever. Right. I have many other things to do in my life. So I'm giving my best. Hopefully soon I'll let you know. Great. Yeah, definitely. You once you come to India, we'll have a party where you'll explain what you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, we're almost there uh, for the session to end. So before we wrap up the session today, so what advice do you think you will be giving to the younger generation? Not that we are old; we are also young. I am saying younger. Okay. So, uh, so. Uh, people who are aspiring to be there in US or maybe in uh, Western countries for higher studies or maybe in uh, research field uh, after doing a PhD in India or uh, masters in India or maybe masters in US, UK as well. So how should they prepare and uh, what should they prepare themselves for mentally or as well as 
in education sector wise as well one by one chumki so i would say like don't romanticize about coming to us or anything like that uh once you come here you will see it's not easy to survive you have to go through a lot of like ups and downs a roller coaster ride here uh and this i think for me it has it really gave me a lot of life lessons so yeah you will also get a lot of lessons you will learn a lot from all these experiences and uh, yeah be prepared for that uh, in every in every aspect like here i don't think like you will get any help from anyone everything you have to be prepared and confident on yourself uh here if you are like want to <laughs> pursue and i'm sure so So, yeah, yeah so i yeah. agree like whatever chumki has said that applies uh, for uh, for canada also like um, yeah for if, if you want to come for education or for jobs here outside india you should always be prepared but also i'd like to say that why do you want to come that is one of the questions that you ask yourself do you want to come for getting the experience to expand your knowledge because you want to do something more or because you don't get that opportunity in india or you want to come to the west just because you want to settle down to um have this western culture to get um yourself into the western crowd so these are two things i think which um, people should think now i can just talk about people who aspire to become or who who want to come to the west just for studies you know when i came here this is another cultural shock actually not culture but shock um people asked me okay so when are you going to apply for the pr permanent residency in canada i'm like okay. why do i have to apply so they said because you are doing a phd so you will get your pr very soon very fast in a faster process i said i never thought of that and i asked them this the same question and then i said why why i never had this um, question in my mind but did you come here for getting your pr and most of the answers most of the people told me yes so they came to canada not for studying but they came to canada for settling down, settling down and they they took this educational route as a way to enter canada because it's easy if you come as a student then it is easy for uh, for getting your job after graduating from a canadian university uh-huh. and even after one year experience you get a pr and it's very easy boom but for me it was not the case so that is what i want to um, that youngsters should ask first why do you want what is the main motivation behind moving out of india because you see in india also research is blooming it's not that india is lagging behind no maybe there are some challenges especially coming from the especially in the financial aspect funding aspect maybe our government is not rich given that we are huge population country and also our country is still in a developing state but today if i say that okay maybe if i did not get an opportunity to come to canada for doing a phd then i would have definitely done my phd in india and i would not have repented that because i actually gave myself only one year time i said that between 2018 and 19 if i don't get any opportunity outside india then i'm not going to look forward i cannot waste my time so it's not that so basically you have to look at the basic question why do you want to go outside Mm-hmm. i think that 
um, especially people who want to come for um, research field and all, you, you have to think about that because you see the culture here is different. When you are coming for doing research or doing PhD, it's not just that you will study all the time and be in the lab, right? You have to think about your survival. You have to think about mental health. Mental health is one of the things which we don't look at when we are back in India. But when we come here, we see that, oh my God, all the education institutions and people, they focus in the government, they focus on this mental aspect so much. So, of course, there are difficulties and you don't just have to look at the financial liabilities that you have, but also about the mental fitness or the things that you are going to um, get used to after landing here. Wow, great insight there actually from someone like uh, who's there for higher studies purpose-wise. I, I'm visualizing actually where you are sitting down and asking yourself, why should I go there? That's yeah. totally great insight actually. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all of your time and uh, uh, responses. Thank and you so much.